You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Welcome to the Voice of Revival radio show. We are back again with another segment of the Prophetic Forecast. Wow, time just goes so quickly. 15 minutes goes by so quickly in this program. So once I get started, it's almost like an avalanche. It just continues to keep flowing. Now I'm so grateful for ICYB Radio that picked up my program and that is airing it every Thursday, faithfully every Thursday. It comes on four times a day on Thursday. So if you miss it during the morning, you can hear it at night. If you don't tune into the program, we have it on podcast. And on the podcast, you can hear it or you can download it and hear it on demand if you choose to. Spotify is one of our biggest platforms. And we're so grateful for the nations of the world that have been tuning in to this program. But I was talking earlier, the last program, about a prophetic forecast. That if something was coming on the horizon and you knew that if you didn't say something that many people would perish would you get the word out what if there was something so vital and wouldn't you want to know what it is that is what the prophetic is all about that's what the prophetic ministry is all about you know there are some who get the word out through youtube or get the word out through facebook but we have decided to use the broadcast we know that radio online streaming podcasts is also a wave of the future because sometimes I want to hear it more than I want to see a talking head. So that's what we're doing here. We wanted to get it into your spirit. That's why we do this broadcast. I also said we're going to be starting the voice of revival in Spanish. La Voz de Avivamiento, the Spanish branch in 2023. We're going to be bringing these programs also in Spanish. I'm going to reach a whole new audience because I believe that the Lord wants to raise up a Hispanic Reformation. Not just a Hispanic revival, but a Hispanic awakening. It is on the way, and I am so excited. So what is coming in 2023? That is the issue. I'm here to share the prophetic forecast for 2023. I haven't shared this yet on social media, and I'm still praying about how to get the word out. But I believe that the way to hear it is here on this broadcast. So if you tune in, you're going to hear the breaking news of what the Lord is saying. Is what I'm doing biblical? Yes. Prophets were voices that brought warning about coming crisis. This is what the scriptures say. I hear the word storehouses. I've been hearing that word storehouses. You, did you know that the, that the temple in ancient times, the temple was the place where it was the storehouse. That's why the tithes would come into the storehouse. So that they could have resources available, not just for the church, not just for the people there. But the temple was the resource center hub of the nation. Listen to me. The temple was the resource center hub of the entire nation. The church was like the storehouse. You know, like when you go to Costco and you go to Walmart 
and you go to all these different stores, you go to these grocery stores, uh, what do they do? They store goods. You buy goods. That's what the temple was for. Before there were stores, before there was convenience stores, before there were, what do you call them, wholesale stores, the temple was the place where you would get your supplies. So what happened is the government or the welfare programs stepped in when the church stopped being the resource center. I'm not saying all the churches, but a lot of our small churches stopped being a resource center. So when things get crazy in a crisis where there's no more toilet paper, where there's no more water, where there's no more canned goods, where are you going to turn to? That's why the God is calling the body of Christ, the church, the local churches. Listen to me, pastors, local churches. God is calling you to be a storehouse because a famine is coming. A famine, a drought is coming to our land. What would happen if the government or all the welfare programs ran out of resources and money? They would close down, right? How are we going to supply the needy? And the poor. The temple served as the welfare center. My goodness. That is why the tithe was needed to have food in the house. It wasn't for God's benefit only, it was for the people's to have meat, food, necessary supplies in the house of God. The church was the original food bank. The church was the original food bank. Go back to Malachi, where it talks about you have robbed me in the tithe. But look what it says. See that I will not pour out, open the windows of heaven and pour out you a blessing that there would that you would have no room to hold it and see that you would bring the time to the offering show that we may have meat in my house. He's talking about food. He's talking about resources. I was uh, I have a book that I've been uh, I, I went and picked up called The Last Great Outpouring by R. Loring Sanford. Man, I just turned to the first chapter and it talks about four things that were stored in the temple. Spiritual resources, material resources, healing resources, and relational resources. Wow. You see, when a famine and drought came in the ancient days, because the people were not using, you see, God caused the temple to be the resource center. So that the glory of the Lord will be manifested. This is also how the houses of worship were filled. Do you remember? They were going by what Joseph did. They were going by what Moses did in the tabernacle. They would, they would bring in these resources so they could help those who needed it during the time of drought and famine. When there was no food. When there was no water. My goodness, are you saying something? I'm saying that there's a slow fade coming. You understand that the church was not just for a meeting place, just to meet and greet. Food, supplies, and materials were stored to build and finances came in to the house of God, to the temple, to the houses of worship. So that during a crisis of famine or drought, the people had provisions it was a healing center where people needed prescriptions, where people needed a healing in their body. They came there. It was the priests who ministered that. The temple was more than just a place to gather for worship or service. It was a resource center, a hub of distribution. This goes back to what 
Chuck Pierce was saying that the body of Christ is going to have to think like Joseph did. Joseph put together supply lines of administration. So when the famine came, he said, there's going to come seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. So store up supplies, store up things, because the whole world was going to come to Egypt when the famine and drought came. There's a reverse happening, my friends. Instead of the people going to Egypt, they're going to be coming to the house of the Lord. Come on, somebody needs to hear this today. Remember that the 10th of their income, the 10th of their tithe was given. Not only was the tithe given, but also offerings and alms. What was the offerings and alms for? So that they could continue to keep bringing supplies into the church. They also bought supplies to make sure others were taken care of in the time of crisis. Here's the problem. We live in a self-centered nation, a self-centered culture that it's all about me, myself, and I. I got enough supplies for me, my family, and that's it. But you're not thinking about others. When you think about others before yourself, God will take care of your needs. Let me say that again. When you think about others besides yourself, God will take care of your needs. I know I'm a witness to that, and I know people who do the same thing. The Bible says, he who gives to the poor, he who gives, who, he who gives to poor lends to God. Come on. God's going to take care of their needs. Are most churches doing this? A lot of the big churches already have their supplies. Some of them get their things from food banks and all kinds of different resources. But what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the local churches, the small churches, those who are right in the community. You are built right there at where you are to be a resource center, a storehouse for your community, for your region, for your nation. We are getting our food from the food banks that are already perishing. You know, when you get your food from the food bank, it's food that that's already been left over. It's food that if you don't eat it in the next two days, that uh, it goes bad. So instead of buying food that perishes, we need to buy non-perishable food so that people can have food during this time. Well, here we go. Let's look at Joseph. Genesis chapter 41. Joseph was shown by the Lord about Pharaoh's dream to prepare. Seven years of plenty because seven years of lean, seven years of famine were coming. And it affected the entire world. So he had a plan from God to sustain nations. Imagine that, that all the nations of the world were going to go to Egypt because Joseph, God gave him wisdom, administration. He had the king's signet ring to make provisions. Wow. I believe right now that the Lord is prompting the spirit of prophecy, the prophetic voices are going to begin to come in unity to say the same thing. Famine is coming. Crisis is coming. Prepare houses of worship. Gather your supplies. Also, it connects to Matthew chapter 24. Jesus said in, that there's going to be a time of birth pegs, that this is not the end. This is the beginning. And he said there will be what? There will be pestilence and famines. There will be droughts and famine. Matthew 24. Elijah and Elisha prophesied by the word of the Lord that a famine was coming and the Lord sustained them for three years in that famine. Same thing with Elisha. He prophesied 
and the Lord sustained him in the famine. Those who honored and those who heard the word of the Lord, God preserved. When the prophetic voices are welcomed back into the church, they will not be unaware anymore or prepared in times of troubles and crisis. Amos chapter 8 verse 11 says that in the latter times, there's going to come a time that there will be a famine, not of meat, not of drink, but of the word of the Lord. And many will go to and fro looking for what the Lord is saying, and they will not find it. So it's important that the word of the Lord is spoken to save lives, to save people from being taken in a time of crisis. And we're going to be ready, my friends. We have been unaware. We have been unprepared from the last crisis that we went through in 2020. And we are already two years into that. And things are, people think we're coming out of it. Something is coming and we need to be ready for it. Are you thinking it's going to be next year, 2023? I don't know. All I'm saying is, I don't know how many years we are. Well, that's why we're going to continue to keep you up to date. Like I said, breaking news. So let me close out in prayer as we're going to continue to keep talking about this in our next segment called where I'm going to give the, the slow fade prophecy. All right. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you for those who are listening and those who are tuning in to this station, to those who are tuning in to the podcast, those who are listening to this rebroadcast right now, Father. Lord, I believe that someone out there is really getting the word. They're not just going to uh, pass it by, but they're actually going to take it to heart and they're actually going to do something about it. I pray that you would raise up watchmen to sound the alarm, that they would begin to put plans together, Lord. I believe that the school of the prophets are coming together. I believe that the apostolic and the prophetic are coming together to work together to bring unity to the body of Christ, Father. Their church is divided and we need unity, Father. So I pray, Lord, when a crisis does come, Father, we don't fall apart, but we come together, we unite, and the world would know that we are your sons and daughters by the love we have, by the organization, and by the the abundance that you are giving us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Revival radio show. Until next time, God bless you. We'll see you again in the next part of the Prophetic Forecast 2023. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.